Hi, I'm Kelly. And I'm Catlin. And welcome to the How, How to, to Love, Love Me podcast. podcast. Well, hello and welcome. Welcome to another episode, guys. Welcome to another episode of How to Love Me, the podcast where we talk about mental health and relationships. Specifically our relationship. Absolutely. And today, our relationships with our fur babies. Yeah, our little furry butts. So, I mean... Obviously, people who have pets are, you know, superior. Um, <laughs> but we In want, our humble opinion. But we wanted to figure out why. Why are people with pets superior? Right? I mean, for somebody who deals with mental health like we do, um, pets have always been a source of comfort, really. It's mm-hmm. companionship. It's yeah. it's everything all, like, kind of scratched together into a little unit of furry wonderfulness. Mm-hmm. That's exactly it. Right? Yeah. I mean, what else is there? That's about it. Yeah. Ah, thanks for joining us for this episode of How to Love And me. that's it. Well, <laughs> that's you know, on the segments. No. Pets are great. <laughs> pets are great. So, I mean, obviously, there are people out there who don't have pets. We respect that decision. I mean, honestly, having pets is a kind of a pain in the ass. Don't get us wrong. We love our pets. We love our boys yes. very much. However, it does make it very difficult to be able to just like... Adult. Well, just Not even go, adult. Not even adult, just to be able to have the type of freedom, to I To be guess. a child, I guess. It's more being a child than it is. I mean, right now, while we're recording this, I hear Dax sniffing under the door. <laughs> yeah, I could hear that too. Because we lock him out so we don't hear that across the floor. Yeah, highly doubt that you guys want to listen to that. So now you hear... Yeah, now you can just hear his deep breathing. Yeah, exactly. I know you guys are in there. I can smell you. Let me in. Yeah. Anyways. Um, I don't blame him. I mean, we've been gone all day, and then we come home, you know, spend some time with him, and then we got to record a freaking podcast. So, mm-hmm. you know, the people want it. Yep. Right? Got to give it to the people. Do it for the people. Do it for our moms, I guess. Thanks, mom. This yeah. is all for you. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, Pets. And mental health. And mental health. Turns out. There's a connection. There's a major connection. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, one thing I'll say up front is I've had some really, really bad times in my life. And my dog, Dax, has always been there for me. I mean, there's a couple times where, you know, I would have very much enjoyed some puppy cuddles. And instead, he was a bit of a dick. (laughs) And left me all by myself. Are you talking about specifically that time? Like it was like two weeks ago. Yeah. 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 So I, I watched the show um, on what were we watching on Prime, and yeah. it was uh, Lawless Island. So yeah, it's a Nat Geo show. I am obsessed with guys that live off the grid and live out in the woods. Like I, I'm obsessed. I love watching that. I could watch mm-hmm. that till the. I don't know, your dog, tell the dog comes home or whatever. Basically, any sort of like survivalist show yeah. you're all about. Anything outdoorsy, hunting related. Obviously, I'm a big, uh, big fan. But mm-hmm. anyways, I watched this episode and it was about it's about living in isolation and living on your own. And this one guy, Curly, who is just a big, wonderful, loving guy, talks about how he lost his dog. And how it hurt him. And he cries about it. Mm-hmm. Like on the show. They're just he's asking like, him. Well, that's the thing. He's like this big burly man. And he's he's got tears. Yeah, he's a lumberjack. Yeah. Like he was a faller. And like, yeah, he's got tears in his eyes because he lost his best friend of 14 years. Mm-hmm. Which was a lab. And he also lived by himself too. Yes. So something else to add in there. Absolutely. And yeah. I watched that. And my, okay, just so everybody knows, he gets a new dog. It's pretty cool. He calls him Junior. Mm-hmm. He, it's so sweet. Yeah. So anyway, 
I watch that and I'm like heartbroken for this guy. And I'm like, oh, dogs are so important, especially in a situation like that. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. come here. And yeah, he's like, mom's not home because Kelly wasn't home. Yeah. So let me make that very clear. Yes. So I wasn't even home. I was actually picking up my wedding dress that yeah, day. Exactly. In the city. So you spent the night in the city. I was at home with the dogs. And all you wanted was some puppy cuddles. Yeah. And that I got show denied. made you real sad. I got, and... I got cuddle blocked. <laughs> yeah, you sure yeah, did. I got cuddle uh, blocked. That's a weird good way. Good thing he's cute. Right? Such but, a dick. I mean, that was one time. Yeah. I mean, there are other times where I've been at my absolute lowest, broken down crying, and he comes and cuddles with me, and he's mm-hmm. there when I need him. And yeah. But every dog's like that. Even Dexter. Like, you know, Dexter is not my dog. He's actually Kelly's dog, but he's become my dog oh totally well and that's the same for dax yeah. he has 100 become my dog our dogs have switched owners. yeah they've they've kind of switched which that's okay it is okay it's okay I- i'm all but, about dexter and his calmness so yeah and i mean that's the thing because i mean you said that even in your darkest points that dax was always there to come and cuddle or whatever and that was the exact same as dexter any single time that i would be like super upset or crying or just any sort of negative emotion, he was always there. He would always be like trailing behind me or he'd come and cuddle or lay on me or whatever. He was always right beside me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's what it's all about, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. it's that companionship. It's that person that, you know, you can always rely on. And no matter what, like you go give them a smack on the butt, five minutes later, they're over it. They don't give a shit. Five minutes later, they're like, hey, can I come hang out? Exactly. And they know when they're in trouble. Like Dax is... Dax is a really smart dog. Yes. Now, from what I understand, dog intelligence can be based off whether the dog can walk backwards. Because if you think about it, they got four legs. It's a lot of coordination to walk forwards. Mm -hmm. But to stop it all and reverse it all is harder for him to do, apparently. I don't know. I've never met a dog that can't walk backwards. Yeah, I was going to say, because, I mean, Dexter can walk backwards, too. Yeah, but Dexter's smart. No, no, he's smart. He is smart because he knows when to use his energy and when not to. That's true. He's efficient. That's he's very probably true. the most efficient dog dog I know, right? <laughs> it's a weird way to describe our dog. Yeah, an efficient he, dog. He's an efficient dog. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you want food, then he, he's food blind, that's for sure. Oh my god, yes. We were just talking about this the other day. You'll go and carry their like dish of food and Dax will just go right over to his spot and he'll just wait for you to put it down. Mm-hmm. Dexter's at your feet. Like you're tripping over him trying to bring him his dinner. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Absolutely. So now that we're we've kind of introduced our pets i mean everybody uh, you guys should know you know check us out on instagram how the mm-hmm. number two love me podcast so, so i don't think it's just dogs obviously right no. anything can be a pet guys anything that's living and that you have to take care of besides a baby would be a pet yeah any sort of any sort of animal that you have like yeah. a responsibility for you know dogs basically. cats reptiles i mean whatever rabbits yeah whatever floats your boat man totally and I think it's important. I mean, it's also having that something that relies on you too. Mm-hmm. And it, it keeps you, that, you accountable. Well, exactly. It gives you that accountability. It gives you that sense of responsibility. Yeah. It's it's the days where you don't even want to show up for yourself. You have to show up for them. Yeah, absolutely. That's the thing. There is no, I'm not going to feed my dog today or I'm not going to let him out because he's just going to shit all over the rug. Exactly. And then that's going to be creating way more problems for you. So you might as well just, might as well just go let him out. Yep, exactly. Or walk him. Yeah, whatever you gotta do, whatever. So, anyways, we found this nifty little article from the Mental Health Foundation Foundation. in the UK. Yep, 
And it's all about pets and mental health. So right here, it says the companionship that a pet offers is a great way to reduce anxiety and stress. Really? Hmm. Hmm. The more you know. Yep. Now, one thing I will say, too, on talking about pets and kind of, I kind of made like a little bit of a ha-ha. I mean, you had an aha moment. You know, you think about people that have like the bigger dogs and apartments. And I'm always like, why would you do that to yourself? Why do you need to go out and like purposely go out I, I would never have a dog in a condo mm. you know i i it's don't it's definitely not ideal no exactly yeah. i mean you lived in an apartment building with dexter yeah and that was a pain in the ass we always had to go take him down well and then he was freaking terrified of the elevator mm-hmm. terrified absolutely hated it you had to pick him up to bring him into it yeah so it was just always up and down the stairs and he was super stressed when i first moved in there so that was yeah the whole thing was just a mess oh totally but I think for a lot of people too, that need for exercise, because that's the other thing, like the people that, the one thing they say about going to the gym is you need to go on the days where you don't want to. That's the days you need to go to the most, right? Or need. So having that kind of somebody that requires you to get out and get physical Mm -hmm. is an amazing thing for a lot of people. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And I mean, that's one thing that, you know, will talk about him in almost every single freaking episode our friend Kaler that's one thing that he has always said is a lot of the time motivation follows action mm-hmm. right so if you're actually if you need to go in bring your dog outside because you live in an apartment building you're not going to have motivation for it but you know that you need to so you take that action yeah and then once you get out there you might feel great and end up going out for longer than you anticipated totally I mean, that's usually how it works. It's just like, you know, the days that you don't feel like going to the gym and you go to the gym end up being your best workouts. Mm -hmm. They end up being the days where you need it the absolute most. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, for that, that is another thing that pets or animals bring into our lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or birds, because we never saw birds. Oh, yeah. We didn't say birds. Yeah. By the way, I also want to say, like, on a side note here. Okay. I kind of like the idea of getting a bird. No. Simply because you can get birds that live like your whole lifespan. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm not a bird person. I'm not a bird person. Well, I am, but that's what I'm hunting. Um, Like I said, I mean, to each their own, but I would rather have something that's like going to cuddle me and is going to give me kisses, not fucking fly and shit all over and peck me in the face. Well, I mean, you can get scratched in the face, bit in the face. They're all options. freak me out. Okay. Birds are so much more unpredictable. Take the freak out out of it, though, and just think about the idea of, like, you can have a a companion that'll last 14 years as an Mm -hmm. average. Yeah. Or else you can have one that lasts, like, 80 years as an average. Which one do you go with? You know? Because I'm kind of leaning towards, like... Imagine as a kid, you get a, a parrot, right? Parrots live forever. Yeah. Imagine you had a parrot and you grew up with that parrot and you went from a kid to a teenager to a full grown adult and that parrot was with you every step of the way. There's a lot of Instagrams and stuff about that, right? Yeah. I'm a fan. I mean, like I said, teach their own. It's not for me. Yeah. But. No argument. Yeah. Just saying. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, if you want to have a... Uh, pet as your lifelong companion then a bird might be what's for you so what you're saying if i had a parrot you, we wouldn't be together if you had a parrot i uh i don't i don't know <laughs> okay good to know well you, easy I, exit get a bird 
Hey. What? It's pet duck. You, it's a pet duck. You knew that I wasn't a bird person before we even got together. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? Yeah. So. So, pets and depression. Ooh, tell me about it. Oh, look at this. The first sentence in this entire paragraph is, pets are also a great motivator for people. Really? We already got there. Thanks. Thanks, Rerun. Yeah, dogs especially are great at encouraging owners to get exercise. Really? Okay, I'll be completely... I'm going to be honest here. Did I never re- read that. Shit. I never read that. I, I just totally, knew where it was going. I totally thought that you read it. No. Oh, the more that I read this, I'm like, you son of a bitch. Where Everybody's you- heard me read on here. I can't read. <laughs> okay. And we're okay. going to talk about that more on the next episode. Yeah, Get ready are. for that one. This yeah. is going to be a banger. Anyways, so... Uh, pets can also have calming effects on their owner just by stroking, sitting next to, or playing with a pet can give owning a chance. Wait. Oh my goodness. Sorry, guys. Playing with a pet can give owners a chance to relax and calm their minds. That makes, there is a typo. There's a typo. In this paragraph. And uh, yeah, anyways. It is from the UK. So maybe that's proper English over there. (laughs) I don't know. It doesn't feel like proper English to us Canadians over here. <laughs> they are English. So who knows? Who knows? But anyways, it can give your the owners a chance to relax and calm their minds. And then caring for a pet also gives your day purpose and reward and a sense of achievement and also makes you feel valuable and needed. Oh, which totally. Is pretty much everything that we just talked about. Oh, yeah. I mean, you say a couple key words around these dogs and they are the happiest Mm-hmm. most energetic dogs you have ever seen mm-hmm. one word starts with a t yep the other one starts with a c and it's a ride ah uh, yes there we go a ride. thank you I or the like w word yes oh the w word it's almost a dreaded w word yeah yeah mm-hmm. uh-huh. well not dreaded they get really excited and i love that i mean it's pretty cool or even just saying want to go outside Oh, just seriously? Like, what? I was going to say, don't say that too loud. I know, right? Dax so, I mean, at the door. on that subject too, we walk our dogs. It's more of a summer thing. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest. Like, I'm not a huge walker. I'll go out and run the dog, stuff like that. If he needs it, I'll, I'll do everything I can. But I mean, honestly, guys, just so you know, this is why we get a big yard. Mm-hmm. Big yards yeah. are for the dogs. I You think I enjoy cutting that much grass? Because I really don't. No. But, I do it out of necessity for my hounds. Mm-hmm. I also clean up all the dokey too, which sucks. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to springtime. No. Oh, that yard's going to be nasty. No, it won't be that bad because, I mean, there was a layer of snow before we got here. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. Anyways, so pets and socializing. Ooh, socializing. Tell me how a pet makes me more social. I Thank you, I will. So walking a dog often leads to conversations with other dog owners, and this helps owners to stay socially connected and less withdrawn. I'm going to call bullshit. I, I never mean, go and walk up to a stranger with a dog because, I mean, if a dog fight happens, that's like my worst fear. Well, but I think that also depends on the type of dog that you have. So like... But I don't know your dog. Therefore, I wouldn't anyway. That's me. If they, if we were at an off-leash park and our dogs are playing, then yeah, I'll have a conversation with you. I guess it is to bring like-minded people together. Well, and I think, well, I mean, this article was obviously before COVID happened as well, when you're actually going to be a little bit more social with random people that you see on the street. Yeah. Because, I mean, growing up, I would go and I would take, you know, our family pet out for a walk or something. And yeah, if people want to stop and pet them or whatever, that's fine. I'll have a conversation with them. Yeah. No, no argument. I mean, I just don't go, I don't think, ooh, that person's got a dog. I'm going to go up and talk to him. No, but like if you're walking towards each other and if your dogs want to say hi to each other, 
chances are you're going to have, you know, maybe a small little, you know, 30 second conversation with the person. True that, true that, true that. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a big benefit. I wouldn't say get a dog and hope you're going to meet people. Get a, <laughs> get a dog to help you with your dating. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, it might help. You could always go to the pound and pick up a bitch. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so pets and loneliness. Wrong. A pet is a great companion, you don't say. Hmm. They give owners company, a sense of security, and someone to share the routine of the day with. Pets can be especially valuable company for those later in life and living alone. <gasps> that makes sense. I mean, obviously, living alone, that isolation that I was talking about at the start of the episode. Yeah. These are things that pets do for people, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, it could just be, I mean, as much as I hate to say it, I mean, people could have pet bats. I know, right? Oh, that scares me. But if no, it makes you. if it makes you happy, then do it. Then find another crazy person who also likes bats, I yeah, guess. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. Anyways, Kate, there is actually something that I wanted to say though, because oh. it says right here they give owners company and a sense of security, which when you're not home, I have never felt so safe with any dogs. I mean, Dexter, he's I love my dog very much, but he's a little bit of a bitch when it comes to loud noises or new people or whatever. He'll run away from them and hide behind me. Mm -hmm. Whereas there's Dax. Oh, buddy. He, if Cat isn't home, he is on the highest. Oh, yeah. He can hear me talking Mm -hmm. about him. He is on the absolute highest alert. If there's any sort of vehicles or anything outside, he's going to let me know about it. He sleeps right next to my feet basically mm-hmm. always facing the door like in between you and the door in yes in between me and the door so if some stranger comes point. in he's gonna get to that stranger before he gets to you yeah exactly mm-hmm. so like i said i've never felt so much security with a dog as i have with dax oh totally and yeah. i mean that's one thing i feel really comfortable about is that i know i can leave the house and there is somebody here to protect it and mm-hmm. there is you know somebody here that's there to guard the house yeah i mean i'll be completely honest he does not really bite but he's got an aggressive owl yes oh yeah like you think i mean he's a herder i mean he knows how to get people moving mm-hmm. exactly yes he is a herder so that's the thing like he has a big bark mm-hmm. and if he doesn't know people he will go in like Try bark. to well, he'll bark and he'll go and try to almost like herd them a little bit. Which nip at him. yeah, he'll try to nip when he herds, but which I mean, to some people can come off as aggressive. But well, technically it is. But technically it is. But he doesn't know the person. Whatever yeah. he doesn't know the scenario. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. Things are in danger. Yeah, comes back to security. Totally. Basically. I mean, we've been working on him. I mean, Dax has been a very for lack of a better term, more of an aggressive dog. And we've had to spend a lot of time working with him. Mm-hmm. And it's it's paid off. Oh, seriously. He is not the same dog that I first met. No, not even close. Not even close. Not even close. Like, guys, when I first met this dog, I, I'm a big fan of just, like, hugging dogs and, like, getting all of the cuddles. I tried to do that with him once, and he did not enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Now he straight up sits on my lap and like won't let me move. Yeah, like he was never really <laughs> much of a cuddler. Like he, me and him, we have our thing. But in the last, I don't know, like eight months, he's been starting to sit on my lap and like be a lap dog and want to be more involved. Like I've always given him hugs and stuff like that. But I've seen like a new side of him. And Kelly's mm. the one that's kind of brought that side out of him because obviously I don't think it was me unless it's just the fact that I've gotten my shit together to a point where he's like, okay, I can calm down. But, well, I figure I'd give the credit to you. 
Well, and one thing too is, which actually kind of ties into all of this mental health stuff too, is dogs. I mean, I say this all of the freaking time about how I can feel energy, but dogs are like that too. Oh, 100. Dogs are so empathetic. Like they're the most empathetic animals freaking ever. Mm-hmm. Like if, if either of us is super upset, Dax is already like at you licking away your tears basically. Mm-hmm. And that's the same sort of thing with um, with him, basically, is one thing that I've noticed is he he picked up on anxiety and a lot of like negative energy, which is what was making him a little bit more anxious and a little bit more edgy. So mm-hmm. if you just show him that you have trust in him and you trust that he's not a bad dog, he's a kind dog, he's going to you know love and protect you and whatever, then he's going to show that other side. Mm-hmm. It is true. And like before it was, you know, it's nice to have that. It's nice to know that, see that he can make that change for the better. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, he is completely different than what he's ever been before. He still barks. He's still annoying. Still a little bit of a dick at times. But God, I love him. Mm-hmm. And he's so pretty. He is. He's a very pretty dog. He is a very pretty dog. Yeah. Yeah. But so, so is Dexter. Yes. So, you know, and, you know, even though we've been talking about Dax and I was a great protector and all that, Dexter has just that sense of calm. Like mm-hmm. I find Dexter and the reason why I think he's become more my dog, because I look at Dexter as like my rock. Okay. Yeah. I can be stressed out, pissed off no matter what. I look at Dexter. He's always the same mood. He's just fucking flatlined. He's just chill. Yeah. And I love that. I absolutely mm-hmm. love it. I think it's one of my favorite things about him. And he brings me a sense of calm. Oh, that makes me really happy. Yeah. He's always made me very calm. Mm-hmm. But and I'm that he does that for you too. Like I'm a highly, I, I'm I'm jittery. Yep. I'm all over the place. <laughs> yes, you are. Some would say I have some ADHD tendencies. What? what? But he kind of brings me down. Speaking of ADHD. Pets and children with ADHD. What? Yeah. It's almost like I read that. That one I actually read. I'll be honest. <laughs> So children with ADHD can benefit from working with and keeping a pet. Taking charge of the jobs on a pet care schedule, such as feeding, walking, and bathing, helps a child learn to plan and be responsible. Uh, Pets need to play and playing with a pet is a great way to release excess energy. Your child can burn off energy walking a dog or running around with a kitten, making them more relaxed later in the day and calmer at night. Fresh air and good circulation from aerobic exercises increases oxygen filled blood flow to a child's brain therefore increasing their ability to concentrate Mm -hmm. then the last little bit here says children with adhd are used to their parents trying to calm them down or reprimanding them a pet is a great listener and offers unconditional love and will not criticize a child for having too much energy this can aid this can aid a child's self-confidence. Now, I mean, also doing research in breeds and animals are, is, is a huge thing because mm-hmm. I know for a fact I've had a purebred chihuahua and I've had, you know, not a purebred chihuahua. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for this example, if you're high energy and you're all up, up in that, dog isn't going to be as forgiving. For sure. Like, it, can, wait, can you say where it that says again? like, okay, so dogs, uh, that can be a great listener and offers unconditional love Yes, and will not criticize a child for having too much energy. Not true. Pick your breeds. Obviously, I think there's like a rule of thumb, bigger the breed, the calmer the breed. Really? Yeah. Cause like you get like the huge breeds, like, you know, great Danes and Mastiffs and stuff like that's that. That's true. They're very calm. Newfoundlanders. Not, yeah, that's very true. Well then how do you explain Dexter? 
Yeah, he's he's a cocker. I don't know what else to say. Yeah. Yeah, he he's is. a cocker. He's a cocker. Cocker spaniel. Yes. I'm not just calling him a dick, everybody. <laughs> so, I mean, <clears throat> do I see that as a big one? Eh. I'm not saying that because your kid has ADHD, you should go get a pet. No, but I mean, if you do think that it's something that could help them, definitely do the research into finding the right type of breed. Absolutely. I mean, the hard part, uh, this is the hardest part about being a pet owner is obviously like rescue shelters. That's where you should get your pets, obviously. But what happens if you don't, you know, you've got small kids and you have that risk, you're probably going to go get a pup. But, you know, keep in mind that certain breeds are certain. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, the mm-hmm. dog chooses you. Yes. And that's where I want to end this episode okay. is I want to talk about how our dogs chose us. Okay. Right? I like that. Because my connection with Dax is more than just, you know, he's my dog. He's my buddy. He's my co-pilot. Dax and I have a connection since he was a pup. Mm-hmm. And that's never going to change. So we had a friend who had a Catahoula and a Border Collie. And guess what? They had puppies. What? Yeah. So Dax was actually from a litter of, oh, I want to say nine, which is a lot of pups. Um he was actually the runt and one cold night um she went to go check on all the dogs and he was he he was cold and stiff so they thought that he had passed away turns out he was just malnutritioned and they brought him inside warmed him back up gave him some food and brought him back to life so he was the runt out of the litter so I go out there to see these dogs and at the time I already had two small dogs I didn't want a third dog but I had money in my pocket. (laughs) I knew how much they wanted for the dog. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go there prepared. I don't care. Um, And as soon as we get there, I get out of the truck. I close my door behind me. And this little runt dog with one blue eye and patchy colors squeezes through the fence and comes running to me across the parking area like straight to me there was no like he didn't turn off and get distracted he ran straight towards me (laughs) i picked up that little fucker and i went oh my god this is the cutest dog (laughs) and i'll never forget that day i will never forget that day i want i went home with that dog Mm -hmm. um he was only eight weeks old too Which is the craziest thing. So, I mean, I'll never forget that. He'll always be my little buddy. And I'll, you know, he'll always be my boy. Yeah. He's always going to be my boy. Cute. Even when he's scraping at the door and... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you guys can actually hear him or not, but he's been at the door pretty much since we started this Separation anxiety. It's real. It's a real thing Mm -hmm. with him especially. So, Dexter. So, Dexter. Um, the day that I went to pick up Dexter was, once again, kind of similar to yours. I wasn't 100% sure if we were going to end up getting a dog or not, but went there prepared, went there with, you know, all of the things that we needed. And I knew when... I, I kind of had an idea of the type of dog that I wanted. I knew that I wanted a Cocker, but I didn't want one that was, like, super high energy, that was very, like... N- needy I guess for lack of a better way of putting yeah. it wasn't the one, one that was jumping very, at the cage and one that's barking. very yeah like attention seeking yeah that's not the type of dog that I wanted so I go over to this uh little pen that they have all the dogs in and there was probably about five or six other ones 
And they are all, you know, jumping at the side of the pen, trying to get all this attention. And then I look over and there's just little Dexter just hanging off by himself, just sitting there, just staring at me, just eye contact, just waiting for me to pick him up. Mm -hmm. And that was it. I picked him up and pretty much didn't put him down. Yeah. 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 And I mean, that's the thing. You just, you know, and that's the thing is like, Everyone says, oh, get the calm dog. Yeah, you know what? I probably should have got the calm dog because I got the one that squeezed through the pen and ran across, which is probably the biggest red flag when you're looking for a pup. But to be fair, he was the runt and I got him for free. Well, and I mean, honestly, like if you wouldn't have picked him, look like look at how great of a dog he is. I know. Yeah. I have no regrets on picking him. No. Don't ever think otherwise. Like as much as I talk like, well, maybe I should have got a comp. Fuck that. Screw that. I got my dog. His crazy matches your crazy. Yeah, yeah. We're both a little crazy. A little bit. And we're both going gray about the same rate. Yep. Interesting. <laughs> Funny how that works. Right? I mean, yeah. you know, they say, you know, dogs follow their partners. Oh, God. Or, you know. Dexter's got a gray goatee. Guess uh, mine's going to be coming in here pretty quick. Yeah, hopefully not. <laughs> um, <laughs> gray goatee, honey, we have to have a conversation. And I'll wax it. Don't worry. Yeah, awesome. Don't worry about it. Awesome. Yeah. Because <laughs> if I get tickled by your five o'clock shadow, we're going to have a problem. <laughs> um, yeah. So pets, I mean, they're huge. I know everybody has, you know, everyone has a good relationship with a pet. I'm assuming, right? It is a very general term, but I, I feel, feel like I haven't really heard of a lot of people not having good relationships with animals yeah i mean don't get me wrong there's people like my buddy matt my dog hates him yeah i don't know what it is i <laughs> don't know what he's it so, is he's so he's aggressive and he is high energy and very darty which dax can't control and dax hates touche that's all it is i, I think we got to work with matt a little bit yeah i know right and this yeah. is the hard part too is like i got to train the people to be around my dog not my dog to be around the people in some some instances in some yeah, we've definitely kind of figured out that line of what Dax needs in order to be able to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. So once you just, you know, explain that to other people, then they're pretty good with them. Yeah, totally. And he's pretty good with them. Absolutely. I mean, you know, that's how it should be. It yeah. kind of all makes sense. Yeah. So. So. Next thing. We doing some segments? We should do some segments. Segments. So. So. Let's talk about it. Let's do it. Let's talk about that. So. Oh my goodness. You want to do some segments? It's been a while. I feel like Kelly's been really lacking on the segments lately. Have I? I think so. Oh. Okay. Your call. My bad. Your B? Your B girl? My B. Okay. Um, actually, you know what? No, we were just talking about this the other day. Oh. And we're going to start a new segment. Um, I don't know if we actually, I don't know if we actually have like a hard concrete name for it. Um, but basically I am going to start reviewing books slash journals, any sort of mental health thing that I am currently reading. I'm going to start talking about it and reviewing it a little bit for you guys. Kelly's Corner. That's the segment. It's called Kelly's Corner. We got a theme song. We're, we're set beautiful what else do we need nothing so, um kelly's corner yeah oh there we go sponsored by staples just jk they're not a sponsor <laughs> uh, i wish i wish yeah. staples sponsor us. <laughs> jk if anyone's gonna sponsor us marco polo sponsor us no i want somebody who has tech not like marco polo what are they gonna do give us a free app 
Yeah, I would take a free out. I'll take free anything. Anyway. Anyways. Kelly's Corner. So, so <laughs> ow, fuck. Um, over the weekend, um, Kat's mom actually gave me this new journal. Oh, yeah. And it's, it, I believe it's called Wreck This Journal. Mm-hmm. And basically, you open up to any sort of random page, and there's some sort of task in there that you have to do, whether it's pick all of the colors that you have near you and scribble all over the page or find something sticky like a piece of gum and put it on this page. Like basically what the goal is of this journal is to absolutely destroy it. Mm -hmm. And for someone who has OCD and perfectionist tendencies, that's really fucking hard. Which is why my mom bought it for you. Yeah, exactly. Because your mom is, your mom and I are very similar in Mm. a lot of ways, Um, (laughs) but especially with the perfectionism. And she was telling me, like, I was flipping through this book and she's telling me that she has kind of like different stages of different plans and stuff of what she's going to do with this book because she doesn't know if she's going to be able to fully destroy it in the way that she needs to. Yeah. So the book that she has now is basically her starter book. And then she'll... She bought another one to wreck, but yeah, then, and then she, she also bought, bought another one for one. Kelly. Yeah, so basically she bought three copies of this one journal. <laughs> one to actually do, one to destroy, and one to give away. Yeah, basically. So yeah, I just actually started doing that yesterday, and I'm actually really looking forward to doing it again today. Mm, yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, on to my segment. Yeah. Just the tip with Kat. So, just the tip, guys. I have, um, it's something that's kind of caught up with me. I've been learning a lot of new stuff when it comes to work. And I've been training myself in a whole new thing. And I'm in my mid-30s. I've been out of school since, you know, for over a decade. And it's really tough to get back on learning. Um, There was, I love my job. I love what I do. I love the people I work with. But I had a couple days where I felt like garbage. Mm -hmm. I wasn't figuring it out. I wasn't getting to where I needed to be. And I felt like I was letting myself down and the company down. They didn't feel like that at all. Nobody really felt like that. But I put myself in that position. And I ended up having two really bad days last week. Mm -hmm. Like just depressed, stressed out. And it was over nothing. It was over just me overthinking things. So my tip for you guys is you're going to have them. There's nothing you can do about it. Just move on from it. Don't dwell on it. You're, you're going to have about the, the bad days. Yeah, right? the bad days. Okay. Don't dwell on them. You're going to have them when you're learning something new and you're challenged. You might have struggles. You might have those issues and have those breakdowns. It's okay is what I'm saying. Nobody gets to be perfect or great at anything the first time that they do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Everybody's going to learn at different paces. Everybody has different techniques that work for them. You just got to find out what works for you and just keep going. Just keep working at it. Absolutely. I mean, experience is the key. Exactly. It's what it comes down to. And the only yeah. way to get experience is by doing it mm-hmm. and failing. Yep. Yep. And trying again. Mm-hmm. Yep. There is no fail. There's quitting. Yes, exactly. Yep. 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 Quitting exactly. is the only option. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So. So. I mean, what else we got? I mean, we got a lot of th- we got a lot of segments we could go through. We're gonna kind of like hone in on a couple. We got some really good ones coming up, guys. Let me just say, yeah, we do the How to Love Me podcast. It's about to get lit. It's gonna be lit AF. You does I'm trying to swear less because Manti Mary told me to. Um, so I say AF now and. Oh man, I even dropped a couple f bombs today. Sorry, Auntie Mary. I know I dropped one. I feel My bad. B. I, I feel bad. My B. But I don't because. YOLO. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, why I love you. I mean, there's so many reasons. But this week, 
I wanted to kind of focus in on one. Um, we've been we've been having a little bit of a struggle. Uh, things have been kind of, you know, tough in the Exani household mm-hmm. because we've been stressed between starting new jobs, both of us moving to a new town, all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Last week, Kelly did something amazing for me. And she just said, come home. I got everything figured out. We're going to have a date night. And we had an amazing date night. And we stayed in. But it was the fact that she planned it. She said, just come home. I got everything figured out. I came home. Everything was figured out. I got to just relax, unwind. And it was amazing. And I love you for that. Because, you know, it's not something that you have to do, but something that you chose to do. Mm -hmm. And that's why I love you. Well, and to kind of... I mean, I don't want to piggyback on your why I love you, but I'm going to kind of piggyback on your why I love you. Let me do not, all the work. Not necessarily. <laughs> so when we first got together and we were working together, one thing that you always did in the mornings was I would go and get in the shower and everything. You'd make coffee. You would make our lunches. You would get everything else ready. And I mean... I more or less haven't really been working in the last year. So obviously you've been kind of just doing your own thing. I've been taking care of myself. You've been taking care of yourself. Mm -hmm. But now that I'm starting to go back to work again, you actually got back on that train. You've been getting up a little bit earlier. You've been making coffee. You've been getting all of our lunches and everything ready in the morning. So that's why I love you. Just because you put a lot of extra thought into things. And honestly, if it wasn't for you getting up when you do, I would be starving at lunch. (laughs) I would have no food. Well, I don't, I mean, honestly, I'm there, I'm doing it. It's not that hard to double it up. Yeah, but that's the thing. Not everybody thinks that way. Yeah, I know, right? So that's why I love you. Well, isn't that just the sweetest? Mm -hmm. That's right. I'm the man of everyone's dreams. I make you coffee. Back away, bitches. I make you lunch. He's mine. I'll make you breakfast if you ask me to. Can you make me breakfast? I make you breakfast all the time. How about you make me breakfast? <laughs> okay. Okay, guys. I'll make you some waffles. Ooh, will you? Maybe. That'd be nice. I'll, I'll do it soon. <laughs> yeah. 2021, you're definitely going to get some waffles. <laughs> At some point in the next 10 months, you will get waffles. Actually, I want you to make me pancake cereal. By the way, guys, pancake cereal, If you the haven't bomb. tried it, fucking try it. Yeah, it, it is Sorry, life-changing. Sorry, Yeah, it is life-changing. Because, like, you think about it, it's little, like, what pancake cereals are, it's just, they're just, like, little tiny pancakes. They're just, like, little tiny pancakes that are probably about the size of, like, a quarter. A quarter, yeah. A quarter, yeah. Yep. And then you cook those up, you put them into a bowl, and then you just... Put your butter and your syrup like you're eating cereal. Oh my god, it's so good. It is really good. Yeah, we should we should definitely. Have it takes again. the time though, guys. It takes the time. Yeah, it's uh, it's not just as simple as just like flipping regular old pancakes. No, it takes a little bit of effort. So mm-hmm. you definitely gotta you gotta want to do it. So pets, guys, obviously they're important. We think that they're super important, and they mm-hmm. enrich our lives very much. So, what is the weirdest pet you guys have ever heard somebody talk about? What Ooh. is I want to know. Yeah, Hit us let up. us know. How the number two love me podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and, and at gmail.com. Hit us up. I want to know the weirdest pet you've ever heard of. Actually, and you know what? Just you want to know what? You want to know what? I guess what? That's a segment. Mm. Um, so I actually I am not going to be working on Fridays, which is pretty freaking cool with with this new job. Mm -hmm. So we kind of talked about this. And I think every Friday we're going to start asking questions on our Instagram. So we want to hear from you guys. We're going to ask 
probably the questions that we ask in this episode. Probably. Yep. Maybe more. Yeah, maybe more. Who knows? But we'll throw it on the Instagram. We want to hear from you. Yes. So send us your answers, please. We really want to know what you guys have questions on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Shoot us a DM. Yep. They're always open. How the number two lovely podcast. That is all. That's it. Well, guys. Let's wrap it up. We love you. Thanks for listening. And bye. bye.